Blog Talk Radio.
are you today? If you don't know where you are and you want to know who you're listening to, which how could that be? You are here at the Bonnie Alberts On Air Show, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Alberts. Today, I can't believe, I just love Wednesdays. Well, I love Mondays and Tuesdays, too, but I love Wednesdays because I've got my house guest. He's like a comfort, comfortable shoe. He's like a house coat, a chair, he's been called, but he comes right from over the pond, the UK's finest medium psychic for pets, for peeps, for hypnotherapy, for Reiki, for teaching, for past lives, for anything you can tap your little brain into or big brain into metaphysical wise. We have with us on Wednesdays, Jerry Humphreys. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. How'd you like that intro? Very nice. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I don't know. I just say what spirit says. Anyway, I am so glad to have you because there's a lot I want to talk about with this show. But I know we always pull a card for our show. So can you please lead the pack here with your animal card for today? Yeah, the power animal for today is the mountain lion, or uh, as I like to see, a mountain lioness because it's really female. Um, <laughs> the mountain lioness is about leadership. And it's about taking control of situations that you might have felt were not in your control. The mountain lioness is saying that also that this is quite a heavy burden to bear sometimes because you're the one that everybody looks to uh, as being, in quotes, king of the mountain or queen of the mountain, however you want to look at it. Um, and sometimes the pitfalls or the uh, energies around this as I said, can be quite, um, quite heavy. However, um, the human nature is, uh, in human nature, you can never make everybody happy. Um, but there's always a way of trying to, or maybe just having to sometimes, and I know this sounds a bit odd of an odd thing to say, but sometimes we have to bend the truth a little bit in order that people then can start to see maybe what they should be doing for themselves. So the first responsibility of leadership is to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, even though I said sometimes we not need to bend it a little bit. Um, <laughs> The, resp the responsibility of the mountain lioness means having the ability to respond. And it says that panic is not a part of this medicine. Uh, and panic is one of the things that human beings do extremely well. Uh, I should know because I used to live a life of panic. I still do at some, at some point. Um, it also is saying that maybe that there is a period around you at the moment or a situation around you that you need really to take control of and roar like a lion. It might be somebody's testing your patience. It might be a situation, but the mountain lion says roar when you need to roar. Um, and it also says the question may be whether or not the time has come to push the cubs out of the cave. Um, in other words, sometimes we can take on too much responsibility 
of others and they don't then learn to stand on their own feet or fend for themselves. So again, this is one of those periods when there can be some significant adjustment. It's a lovely learning curve, but as I said, it's about having the ability to respond and to lead. So that's your power animal for today, the mountain lion. Wow, I love that. I'll tell you, uh, the card I pulled, you know I'm a flower therapy girl, and the flower I pulled, I love this. I love this flower. Of course, I, I'm really rocking all the flowers. <laughs> My whole life, I loved flowers, especially wildflowers. And this is one of the, to me, most wildest flower you can get. And it is super simple, and it is super gorgeous. And it is white and yellow. Well, now they dye them, so you, know, you never know. But it is the daisy. It's got white, beautiful, they almost look like feathers. And a beautiful, bright lemon yellow middle. And it says, simplify your life. You've had so much going on that you've spread yourself too thin. This has to change now so your vitality can recharge. I think that's a really good, I feel it's a really good card that went with yours, Jerry, and the lioness. Um, it is about looking and seeing what you actually need with this full moon that was last night. Uh, a lot of people thought that this whole e lunar eclipse that we had has been going on for days. And really, if you've looked at that moon, it has. But the real full lunar eclipse was last night, yesterday, on the 17th. And it is all about, and it lasts about six months, but it's, it was, you know, to me, all lunar eclipses, and this, I mean, lunar uh, uh, full moon, which is lunar, but the eclipse makes it on steroids, but the full moon is always about ending, ending things in your life or people in your life that don't really have your back or your interests or really uh, can add to your life path and it's about creating new uh, in your life because that's what the new moon is all about so I, I just love this card it's about uh, simplifying what you really really uh, look at and what you need in life who you need in life what you what gifts and what you need earthly to be here and to make sure you're authentic and any any that you don't is going to be gone or disappear. And a lot of my clients, people have said that in the last week, they've lost a lot of friends. They've, they've cleared out all their closets. They've um, just cleared clutter from their brain and mind that people have come and they've been shocked that, they, that they've told them things. And now they're, you know, they're moving on. And this is what this card actually goes with. So it's, it really does reflect what, what you came, you know, with to the table with the animal card, as well as what's happening in the sky. So again, simplify your life. It's the daisy. And how we work, I work my cards, Jerry. I don't, you know, know what, how you tell people. But if you need this in your life, and, you know, it was pulled for the whole uh, collective here, you just have to visualize that daisy, go buy daisies, go cut daisies, look at them in a the store, get a picture of them, and visualize this card. The daisy will bring you and help you to simplify your life. So I, I love that. I, I, I love our cards. Now, I do want to bring up a couple uh, 
subjects before we actually go to the phone line. So everybody, please hang on there. One is we were talking, Jerry, about last week about um, clearing and cleansing and, and, and Reiki and, and what you've developed. And I've had a lot of feedback. People don't realize. They say, well, how often should you do it? And why should you do it? And, and well, I can't spend a lot of time. And that was what was great about what you came to the table with, with your new <clears throat> form of, of, uh, of Reiki. Uh, is it a form of Reiki or just your own form of healing? No, it's based on Reiki. Okay, so, they, you know, can you please, and, and they all want to know, if you, if you have to protect yourself, or your home, your, you know, anything that you, from negativity or negative energies that might, might come around, how would you do that? Why would you do it? And how long do you have to do it? You can't do it every minute of the day, once a day, every week. Because a lot of people are confused about, well, how do I have a negative energy hitting me? I can't do this every day. So what would you say to someone that really needs some spiritual protection? And how often would you do it? It depends on the level. You see, this is the thing. It, it, it's, there are so many different levels that you could look at with someone. Um, let's just do a, gen, a general scenario. If you've never... Uh, or if you feel rather that either your home is out of balance or there's just something doesn't feel right in, you know, in, in the house. Now, one of the very simple ways of doing it is, um, is to get some sage and just, um, smu we call it smudging. Uh, mm -hmm. And you'd go around and you would put, uh, you'd smudge each room of the house and, and anyone that's in the house, you can smudge the person too. Um, that that will help to cleanse and settle the house, and then really, I mean, if you're looking at, if you like, maintenance to keep things settled, uh, then I would suggest once every month or so, um, you could just check it again and just see what you feel. The thing is, just what you feel. But this, the reconnective energy therapy, is really um, aimed at just uh, aimed at people. Um, because it is so simple and for example to clear uh, your own energies and to make sure that you're in a good space a simple technique is just to focus on the color yellow which is where your solar plexus vibrates um, your solar plexus is where all your emotions are stored and you just need to imagine that 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 yellow is being cleansed now lots of people do it in different ways some people just imagine a newer brighter yellow color around their solar plexus some people like to imagine it's being literally wiped clean with a cloth um, and it can be it's a, it's a very simple technique um, so you can imagine that cleansing that color yellow again you do it when you feel drawn to do it there's no set time as to and it can take minutes you could do it one week you might then not want to do it for another month or two like cleansing the house um, the other what the other thing to do with this though is to uh, imagine that there is a line that comes from the crown of your head right the way down to uh, the uh, the soles of your feet and it should, it's what we call the midline and it literally um, bisects your energy centers all the seven major ones sometimes that line can get a little bit um, out of shape it's not straight like it should be like a, a straight vertical line 
So again, it's just a simple technique of closing your eyes and just imagining you're drawing a line um, down from the crown of your head straight the way through the centre of all your energy centres and down to the ground. Uh, and just, again, that's something you can repeat every every month. It, again, it depends on when you feel drawn to do it. Um, the, the, so they, they are designed to be simple because in the lives that we lead, which are very busy, you know, hectic schedules, um, trying to fit everything in, you know, if you're running a home and running a job and looking after the family, you don't always have time to stop and do the longer processes that, for example, I would do every morning um, because it's part of my work. So for a, just for daily, ease of daily energies, those are the two simple techniques that I would suggest to use. Wow. Would you say anything like with that line? Like, you know, uh, people are asking, no. how do you, is that just cleansing by just drawing that line and let into the center and going down into the uh, the earth? The, 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 your midline is, is there to help keep your energy centers in balance. Mm -hmm. Again, in the, in the lives that we lead in this day and age, um, if you were to have an aura photograph done, I would almost guarantee that 90% of people listening at the moment, their auras would be either um, out of shape, possibly a bit tight, colors are not where they should be, um, apart from showing where strength of color is. So this simple technique of just, if you like, redrawing the center line helps to bring your um, energy centers back into alignment. Because, the, as I said, most people, uh, we're absorbing stuff from others, you know, we're situations we deal with, daily pressures, and it helps us to keep more in the moment than doing all this what I call time-tripping stuff. So it's it's and it's simple. As I said, you just literally close your eyes and just imagine you're drawing a line down. You could see it being drawn with a pencil or a pen. It could be a coloured line. It could be gold, silver, blue. Doesn't matter. Whatever colour comes to you, and just imagine that's coming right the way down across your uh, brow, right the way down to the centre of your nose, centre of your mouth, centre of your throat, centre of your heart, centre of your chest, set right the way down till you hit the ground. And that will then re, just realign all those energy centers. And as I said, you don't need to do it all the time. You could do it once a week, once a month. Depends. Well, you know what, Jared? <laughs> you know what? I'm a spark girl girl, so I'm going to imagine, and everybody else that is a spark girl girl like me, I'm going to take like big sparkle stars and do that just right down the center. I love that because that doesn't take a long time. That's a really cool way to recenter yourself. And I feel like that is a great, great uh, thing that we could, or you have just given people to help center them. I love that time tripping too, because I feel like a lot of people live in not the here and now. And I used to think, oh my God, or why would anybody want to want to live in the here and now? Because you're thinking constantly about what's going on, what you need to do, what's next, what's this. But you really don't live when you just said that. It reminded me we don't live in the here and now when we do that. So it's interesting because I don't I don't know if too many people do you know really look at that we need to be centered in the here and now because there is so much on everybody's mind. So 
you know, people say live for today. Well, you know, basically that might be the truth in, in some point, but you know that a lot of people, they're looking to the future. So that's interesting. And, and I, I always feel a little tidbit to help people recenter is a good thing. I do yeah, want to. <laughs> sorry. I just want to say that there is one other, there is there is one other way, another quick thing to do, which is uh, you do last thing at night before you're settling to sleep, because your conscious mind during the day is going at, at a rate of a, probably a million miles an hour plus. The whole problem with sleep is that it can be disturbed if your conscious mind is still processing the things that it should have been doing during the day. So if you take your hands and place one over each ear. And then just imagine that, because this is about balancing the two hemispheres, the left and right hemisphere of the brain. And just imagine again that these are like a set of scales and that you're just seeing these scales going back into balance. A couple of minutes, that's all it would take. But you'd be surprised how effective that can be at helping to calm you down before you go to sleep. Great tidbit. I hope everybody listens because I am really having a tough time with sleep right now. And Jerry, that was a great tidbit. So I guess my melatonin on the bedside that I don't take will have to sit because if this works, and I know it will, I can already feel it. I already put my hands on the side of my head. What a great thing to do. So everybody, for people who have some issues sleeping, try it because uh, anything that will put you back in balance, back in the chi of things is perfect. I do want to tell you that I'm listening to Crystal in, in, in chat, and we're going to go to the phone lines, but she says that she's tripping through the tulips. You better not be tripping too fast, or we're going to have to talk to you on Friday. <laughs> and I've got to tell you that uh, I really love any tidbit, Jerry, or and I don't know why I'm saying tidbit, because I do not use that word. So somebody here either uses the word tidbit or somebody that passed uses the word tidbit because I am just getting tidbit, tidbit, tidbit. So if you do and we pick you up and that's, that resonates with you, let me know. Unless, Jerry, that resonates with you. No, it doesn't, um, doesn't click with me. Okay, so we'll listen. Um, I Yeah, I, I was going to say that sleep is a little overrated nowadays as, uh, as uh, Crystal Bowles is, I, I think, or feel giving me the the in chat version here. Anyway, we are going to go to, to the phone lines, but I do believe, Jerry, in that we should use anything during the day, during a week that we can to help revibrate our, I'm going to call it chi, but our body, our, our light bodies, our, our chakras, because we are so busy and we don't think. But somebody, or feel actually, but somebody also said that uh, there are a bunch of energy that isn't always positive. It doesn't mean it's headed to you or that it's for you, but people walk around with negative energy from work, from, from you know feelings that they've had, from issues that they've had at home, and we don't realize how it affects us when they get into our energy field. So I always like that. I know that when you see clients and you do have a ritual, that you cleanse your energy so it doesn't bring it into that next client. And so I do feel that these things we should look at, learn, and be able to uh, incorporate in our daily life. 
I know that you have that new process. You also do Reiki. You're an amazing healer and teacher. And I can't tell you how much that means to people because in this world, we are always looking to heal from something, whether it's psychological wounds, whether it's emotional wounds, spiritual wounds, or physical wounds. And I just love that we are able to use Reiki along with Western medicine. So, so Anne, Jerry, you call, what's your new, your, your new uh, method called so everyone knows? It's um, R-E-T, Reconnective Energy Therapy. R, can we call it RAT? I'll remember it better. <laughs> we could call it RAT and do Reconstructive. No, it's RET, not RAT. Terrible. <laughs> I know, but you know, you do the animal card, and RAT is part of your animal card. What is the RAT? Can I ask? I am, I, it's not part of uh, Native American energy, so it's not one I work with. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that is interesting. So it's RET, R-E-T. Anybody that would like to have any more information, I put Jerry's website on uh, chat, and we'll, we'll tell it to you right now. But go into his, his, uh, his email, go into his website, and take a look at what he does, because he's an amazing, amazing healer as well as psychic medium both for pets, us, and everything in between and above and below. So, well, maybe not below, but above. So, Jerry, can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you? Um, yeah, sure. Um, social media, always on the usual social media outlets, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my website, uh, as Bonnie has uh, kindly pointed towards, it's sense of knowing.co.uk there's a form on the contact page if you want to get a hold of me just fill that in Uh, and uh, it'll it'll come straight through to me and then we can have a look at whatever it is you'd like some more uh, insight on well I everyone he is amazing also next week there's a subject I want to bring up but it's going to be we're going to save it for next week I'm just going to give you a little tidbit of it (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk about when you change life paths, does your journey change? Does your Kashuk record change? Do you feel that you can switch contracts? This is something that I have heard back and forth, and it is going to be really interesting. I don't feel anybody's right or wrong, so you know we're not here to judge, but what do you feel about it? Do you know people who are one path and then switch, and now they're on the other path? Was that because they've changed their contract or it was written in their contract to begin with. So um, we're not going to answer and I'm not going to tell you how I feel. Jerry's not going to tell you how he feels this week, but we're going to explore that subject really closely next week. So please call in if you've got any information that you'd like to share with us. Also, uh, Jerry, I want you to, well, I'm picking up the next caller. Crystal, you got the word contact. Uh, and it's really interesting. Who are we having contact from? And so I'm going to pick up the next caller, but if you could write that in chat so we can know what the word contact that you were walking your cat or I'm looking at it. And what does that mean? Is it contact from this world, from other worlds, contact between people? So interesting word that you have put in chat. So 614, we're coming at you. 
you get the royal treatment today. You've got Jerry Humphreys on, and of course, I never be quiet, so you also have me. 614, who are we speaking with? You're speaking with Philson from Columbus, Ohio. What is your first name? I'm sorry. Philson. Okay, I'm not getting it, and I don't, Jerry, did you hear? Can we call you Phil? Because not, that's what I'm hearing. Not clearly, <laughs> not clearly no. Yeah. I'm full, sorry, Oprah. Can we call Phil you Phil? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, Phil, how can we help you out today? Um, I lost my grandfather uh, a couple of years ago, and I wanted to see if he had any messages for me. Jerry? Go on, Bonnie. You go, you go first. I'll follow. Okay. I feel, oh my goodness gracious, uh, I'm hearing that there's something in a name. So can I ask what his name was? His name was Yusuf. Okay. So why does he say there's something in a name? Is that name an old family name? Is it something that you, um, that he that he left behind because he's saying there's something in a name and it's got to be his that, that, that I'm hearing. Um, and it is not a common name. It sounds like a Bible name or something because he's saying there's something in a name and I'm not quite sure why he's saying this. He also feels like a very gentle soul. I don't feel in life that he did things quickly. So I feel that he always, and if, if you know, I need to know if I'm picking him up for you, but he, he's showing me, and maybe it was in his, you know, later years, um, maybe not too old later years, but he, that before he acted, he thought, is this who I'm picking up? Is this your grandfather? Um, yeah, that's, that sounds like him so far. Okay. So what he is saying is that. I don't feel that he was a real emotional person. He was a real kind and loving person. Um, when I say emotional, like my dad, he would grab everyone and kiss them. In fact, my husband used to say my dad was gay because he said, what man kisses another man? But So I don't see your, your grandfather being like that. I feel that he was more worldly. He was more gentle. And even though he loved his family, he wasn't a very emotionally charged you know, gentleman. And I'm saying gentleman because that's what he was. Sure. He wants you yeah. he wants you to know really quickly and then I'll move on. But he wants you to know that, oh my gosh, that you make a difference. That you make a difference in life. I don't know why he's saying that. Maybe you feel you don't, but he said you make a difference and he wants you to know that. And you make a you made a difference in his life. And I don't know that you actually knew that either, but he wants to thank you and tell you. It's really crazy because he's talking so formally, but he wants you to know that, uh, like, oh, my goodness gracious, all good deeds don't go unnoticed. Does that mean anything to you? Um, yeah. yeah, it does. Okay. So that is what he's saying. He's saying all good deeds. And I, I feel like he's watching you. I don't feel it's like when he was living. So I feel that he's watching you. 
And he's letting you know that uh, when you do something good and you're not recognized for it, you really are. You just don't know it yet. And he wants to thank you for being part of his human family. And he wants you to know that he is never far from you. And so what he is saying, he's, so, he's saying, ask and you shall receive. Now, I don't, again, know why he's saying this, but that's what he's saying for you. And he's bowing his head down. And instead of sending kisses, he's bowing his head down and acquiescing with his hand. So I feel like he's a pretty, he was a pretty, um, again, gentle soul, but more of a wise soul than a real uh, a huggy kissy man. So I do want you to know he knows you're there. He feels you. He knows you think about him. He doesn't want you to be hurt. I feel like he, and maybe that's why he's coming this way. Um, he feels that when you think about him, you're very sad, which we all are when we think about somebody we love. Um, he'd rather you be of this world and think of him fondly and they're his words, not mine. So I am going to hand you over to Jerry. I hope that's helped you. Yes, it does. Okay. Jerry, um, I just got I just got a couple of things coming through. The first thing he, uh, your granddad said was, "Ah, now she's listening." It's like he's been trying to get through for a little while, um, but he felt that his um, uh, his attempts, if you like, to try and connect weren't getting um, getting through. Um, have you been worrying about money? Is there a money worry around you? Yes. Uh-huh, because he's been saying all the time that she's worrying, she's worrying, and she needs to know, sorry, it's a bit, I know that sounds a bit impersonal with the she bit, um, but that's just how he's saying it. She needs to know that it, it, this is going to sort itself out, um, uh, and he wants to release the stress and pressure, although he can't interfere with what's going on around you at the moment, he's going to try and bring you at least the clarity so that you know what needs to be done, if that makes sense. Um, and then he said to me that it's causing a pressure on you emotionally. Do you understand that? Yeah. Um, again, he says this is... Um, um, he said this is something that's not unusual for you because you take everything to heart. Um, and everything that gets absorbed like a sponge, he said, doesn't go anywhere. That's interesting. That's what we were talking about earlier. Um, but he, like, he, like he, uh, the, the message that Bonnie channeled through, um, he's going to bring you a lot of his wisdom and his um, sensitivity or sensibility, as he said it to me, to help you to see the path ahead. But he's telling me that your worries are not going to be worries for much longer. So uh, I hope that helps. And... Um, Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for helps. letting us. Thank you for letting us tap in. Maybe that's ask and shall. I heard ask and you shall receive. So maybe you need to ask for help. So and I'm sure you have. But I am. I want you to know that when we do tap into your relatives, we want to thank you because it is a privilege and an honor to bring through anybody's relative. And we hope that we have brought clarity to you. So please give us a call back. Let us know how you're doing. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
oh my gosh, you know, I love bringing through people. I just, you know, sometimes it just, especially when they're, you know, it just is amazing. He was, he, I could feel and I could even describe them, but it's just so different, you know, so it, it, it was pretty cool. Okay, 270, you are on with the dynamic duo. Now I'm more dynamic, but I guess Jerry's the duo. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are we speaking with? <laughs> this is Joy. Hi, Joy. Is that joy, love, peace, and, and tranquility? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, as long as you've got all that going on, I'm excited to talk to you. How can we help you today, Joy? Love, peace, and tranquility. I don't know why they're doing this to me. But I live in a duplex apartment, and I'm wanting to find a house to rent, but it is very hard. Um, do you see that happening? I've looked at a few, but they they weren't, right? Jar? Um, Hi, Joy. Um, house move. Okay, um, depending on uh, your date of birth at the moment, it, in general, I want to say there is a transition going on. Um, there will be a shift once we've got through the rest of this rather sticky month of July. Um, my guides are saying anything up to and including four months. Now, that timeline is, is wide because, as we're always saying, Timelines uh, are not concrete because there's no time in spirit. So we're we're seeing four months. Um, I also get a connection with the number three around you, whether it's the third house that you see, or the three is relevant in the number of the property, but the three seems to be relevant. Um, they're showing me something which is they're they're saying this the house that you will probably connect with is one that's either just been redecorated or might just need a little bit of work doing um, because they, they showed me a paintbrush. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's a, a signal of the house. Um, but it, it also feels it's in a nice, calm area. Um, it's almost as if it's just on the outskirts of a town or just, you know, it, it's, it's not in the mix of things because it feels a little bit quieter or the surrounding area feels a bit more tranquil, if that makes sense. So I don't know if that's the sort of place you're, you've been looking at, but those are the uh, the images that um, Spirit bring me. Okay. Can I ask a question? Are you buying or renting? Renting. Okay. Because uh, I just pulled the card for you when, when Jerry was talking, and it was it's interesting. It was I felt like there's something missing, and it was the hydrangea and it says first step breaking down the problem into tiny pieces makes it easy to take the first step so when you rent you know there's some issues there one is you you know you have to find something that maybe you don't have to have so much money down on or two you you know that that um if you like a place that it's available you know it could be that most people give 60 or 90 day notices that oh i won't be renewing so I feel there's something missing that you need to look at. Um, and you've got to take the first step, which is to me, they're showing me, like Jerry said, um, locating maybe a different area that you've been looking at and more of a, maybe a little bit more on the outskirts. 
And I feel like when you start with the first step and then identifying, they're giving, and I'm not an identifier. I make no lists and I'm, I, I go off the cuff of my pants because I'm ADD. So for me, this is hard for me to tell you. And maybe you are a list person. When it says first step, there is a group of steps that they are showing me that you're going to have to take before. And then bingo, there goes that rental. So I do feel that you are having a little bit of a struggle right now. And it's because I feel that there's a step missing in your process. Do you understand what that is? Um, I'm not really sure. I've been looking online and talking to realtors and seeing whatever, whatever is available, but they have been kind of really rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that the first, because they're showing me a neighborhood. So for me, maybe first identifying and not so much online or with realtors where you want to be, the research, and then go there and identify that area because they're showing me a neighborhood and identifying something. That's the first step. And, and so once you've got that, I feel like boom, 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 that's going to happen. You might have to, it might be like, Jerry said there might be a little delay only, you know, because it might be that they don't have anything available for 60 days, 30 days, you know, available vacancy right now, but you can't move in. So I feel you'll find the perfect place, but there's a step missing in your process. And as you figure out what that step is, it's going to go pretty quickly. And I have a feeling it's about neighborhoods. Okay. Okay. Right. And I know it's not easy for you, so good luck and let us know how it's going. But but try to like keep hearing, identify, identify the neighborhood, identify the neighborhood, and I don't know why. So and I don't feel like it's online or with a realtor. I feel like you've got to go unless you're physically moving to a different you know state. But I feel that if you are moving, you need to go identify the neighborhood because once you do, you'll be sure of where you need to move. Okay. Okay. Good luck and let us know how you how you do. I will. Thank you both. You're welcome. Bye, joy, peace, love, and harmony. <laughs> Three, eight, six. You know what, Jared? It's really hard because, you know, it's you know, where do you go? I mean, even, you know, with apartments, there's a million apartments, a million houses, and, you know, they're just showing me, oh, my God, for an ADD person, I wouldn't know where, that's why I end up in places I probably, you know, I, I never know anything exists because I just, the first thing done, but that's not what they're showing me with her. So it's really interesting. I should, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wanted to put to one side Mercury retrogrades, lunar eclipses, etc. This month is about working with the law of attraction. It is the attraction month. And mm-hmm. I feel that for, for joy, but there's something to me that was missing. You were trying to uh, enable her to see um, uh, possibilities, because that's what readings are about, possibilities. Um, yeah. Enabling a person to make their own choices, but there's just as she spoke, I just felt something's missing. Yeah. Um, and I just was just going to say, Joy, if you're still listening, this is the Law of Attraction Month. You can work with the universe to bring you the place that you want to move to, as in the type of property, the type of area, 
but you've got to imagine again use your imagination this not everybody can visualize but use your imagination this is the law of attraction month um so bring that energy forwards um sorry i just felt as i said there was something missing yeah there is something missing so i'm glad that you you saw it also three i think we're on at three eight six three eight six you are on with us and we're pretty darn cool hi Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Jerry. I'm so Hi. happy to talk to you today. I haven't talked to you in forever. Well, honey, who are we speaking with so we can say the same to you? This is Cindy in Florida. I knew it, Cindy. I knew your voice, and I'm happy to talk to you. In fact, I thought about when you were calling in, and Jerry, just give me a second. Did you see what well, was on television? And I'm really upset about it. It was a little baby colt that got burned. And they, somebody finally took it and getting it help. And oh my gosh! And then, so you're, oh, no, I, just, I didn't see it. Yeah, and I, I just um, looked at that colt and thought, oh my goodness gracious! Oh I, my gosh. I love horses. So anyway, Cindy, how can we oh. help you today? Where are you in life? Okay, well, I started a new business that I was um, a friend of mine helped me get started in teaching me the business, and I worked with them for a while. And I have. I'm sorry. Is there some type of street business or something about the street? Yes, it's um, painting, uh, doing parking lot striping, right. handicapped stalls and striping. Yeah. And I have um, I have a proposal in a bid at um, a bank that has several branches. And they already, they're looking at having it done rather quickly. And they already had another bid in ahead of mine, but they did tell me it was higher. And so I've sent them several references and reference letters, recommendations. And I was wondering what you see coming out of that. Do you see me getting that contract? If I get the one, I'll be able to do all of them. Um, And I was just wondering if you see that coming through or any time frame that I'll have an answer? What What do you see with that? Yeah. Uh, can I have your date of birth, please, Cindy? 42866. Oh, just bear with me. Uh, oh, all right, okay. Um, you're in a period of planning, of planning forwards, looking ahead. Uh, expansion this couples with the power animal for today which is the animal leadership the mountain lion or mountain lioness uh, and the hawk is coming in around you for at least the next two months the number oh, that's two funny is that you say be... that because the okay, other day I, I saw a hawk that showed up within 30 minutes to an hour in three different locations that I was at I drove uh-huh. to a different location a hawk flew up and sat right in front of me at three places there you go Wow. See, the wonders of Mother Nature. Um, and showing you what your timeline is about. Now, this is also about uh, not just looking at this uh, particular um, uh, job opportunity or work opportunity, but it's, it's planning ahead, planning forwards, and doing it in two-month cycles initially. So you've got August, September, then October, November, then December, January. Then in the second month of next year, you can step back to reevaluate again, and then the process will start all over again. But then it might be on a three to four month cycle. We don't need to look that far ahead. Um, 
the answer to your question is I feel they're going to come back to you. Um, they might even try cheekily to get you to slightly trim your um, quotation for the work. Um, they might. Um, I feel positive about this. Um, there's an old we have a, a saying here in the UK that sometimes um, circumstances are like buses. One minute there's nothing, then they all come along at once, and you never know which one to get on board. Well, I feel that with you that this is like the opportunities coming up. You may suddenly think, oh, there's nothing happening, and it all happens that it all kicks off at once. Again. I refer back to what I said to a lady earlier. This is the Law of Attraction Month. Work with that energy as well to bring that work forwards. I feel at the moment that my guides are ticking the boxes, is to say you're in the you're in the lead at the moment. And once they've checked out your references, I see a big gold light above your head. So that should signify you going forwards. You know, awesome. it's so fun. awesome because that'll really help me moving forward in this area. You know, it's it's local because I've been working out of the area. So, well, do you know what's so well, funny? You're going to do, 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 do more outside the area. It's not just in the area. So you're going to have mm-hmm. to have to plan to travel as well. Sorry, Bonnie, go ahead. No, no, but you know what's interesting? I mean, this is you can't make this stuff up. The card I pulled while you were talking was a "Stand by your commitment." It's the pink lily. I love lilies. And you said that they were going to try to shave something off is exactly what I felt. When I pulled this card, I laughed. So I, I, it's stand by your commitment. And what it says is you're strong enough to keep the promise that you've made. Don't back down now. Your angels believe in you. So when I was thinking about it or feeling what was going to go on in the situation, I felt like, okay, you need to stick by your guns, even because I feel like, they're going to try to do a bidding work, you know, exactly what I saw, Jerry. Um, but, you know, then I looked at how many jobs you could get from it and how both of you could win. Because this card, to me, represents stand by your commitment, which is what you said to begin with. But if, you know, two people have to win, and sometimes that's the way negotiations go, what Jerry was saying is about they are going to come back and, and kind of ask you to shave a little off how you could work this out. And this is just for me being a control freak <laughs> is by saying something like I could take, you know, a couple, you know, I could take $50 off, but that would mean, or whatever you deem necessary, but that, but that is in lieu that I get all the jobs, you know, and, and, but, you know, that's what I kind of saw. So I don't, even if it's a dollar, okay. they feel like they win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know they had a guy ahead of me that had already put mm-hmm. in a bid, but they told me right off the bat, yes, we've been looking at this, doing this. We've already got a bid, but he was really high. And yeah, so I came back with a proposal, and I said that they they said I was I was doing one part of it, and they said, can you do this also? The other guy bid it to do all of this other part as well. And I mm-hmm. said, yes, let me do some measurements, and I'll get you a new proposal for that part of it. And well, so I did that, and she said, I said, I really want your work. I want to build, you know, my business in the local area so I don't have to travel on the road all the time, and I'll work to get, I'll, I'll work to get your work business, you know. It's 
important. Well, that's right. And when you said that, now they think they can, you know, they can ask, like Jerry said, for a little bit of shaving off. Here's what I would do because well, she did said, tell me when I handed her the proposal, I gave her four different price options with okay. with four different amounts of service, and and so she had options, and she said, I can tell you right now, looking at your prices, they're all less than the other guy. And then she had a yeah. meeting with the president of the bank the next week. Well, I do believe you're going to get it, but it's a stand by your commitment, Yay. meaning that yeah, meaning that you need to stand by what you put on that paper. But again, if somebody has to win, because this is what I'm saying, and let's say the bid is, I'm going to just use $2,000. And they say, well, can you shave a little off? And you say, well, I could do it for $195. That doesn't sound like a lot, $1,950 so, or whatever. It, it, but, but that would be my bottom line, even if it's $20. What I'm hearing is that each one wins. They think they did something, you feel you got all the work. So where this says stand by your commitment, I would normally say don't do it, but I'm not hearing that from my my, my guys. They're saying everyone has to win now. So if they do come back, like Jerry says, and I think too, or I feel too, just do a tiny bit so everybody wins. Not a lot because then you're obligated to do it, but just enough that both sides win, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, yeah, they did tell me if you do this one, You'll probably be doing the others as well, the other locations. And you may need a commitment so for that. And you need a commitment right. for that because it says stand by your commitment, but they have to stand by theirs too. So if you are going to do it at a lower rate, which you said you have, you want the commitment from them that you have it all, okay, before you do anything. Right. But okay. you're going to get it, Cindy. Let us know how you do. Then you can come paint. Awesome. You can do you know what? You can come paint it um, one like a handicapped in front of my place so that I can park. I just put my name on it. Awesome. So. Hey, hey, write my yeah. phone number down and message me. You're in, or- in the Orlando area, right? I am. Would you believe? I am, but I, I don't. My, next, I w- I, my mother's in Orlando, and I was thinking about making a drive down there today because I, I need to take her some things, and I was trying to decide whether to mail them or drive down there. And try to make that decision. And I thought, well, if I drive down there, maybe I can stop at a few places and bid some jobs down there too, or on the way. Um, so I don't feel like I've, you know, spent the whole day driving well, and not working. <laughs> well, let me tell but, you, Florida yes, is a great place. Have... I was all, oh, I'm not. I couldn't use one in front of my house. They wouldn't let me put it. But what I'm, what I do oh, want okay. you to know is. <laughs> no, well, but this is my business. But the, but what I have to tell you is this. There are so many places and so many new places. You'd be smart to come bid that. So. Down there? Yeah. Do you do you have a specific uh, place? No, you... I I oh. don't know because I'm not. I'm in a you know I'm in Lake Mary, so I'm in you know there's Lake Mary, Altamont, Heathrow, but they're all building down in the Lake Nona area. The only thing I can tell you is that big corporations would do that, you know. But you should get your bids in. I don't know how you do it. It'll be up to you. But man, the building is crazy here. But I do have to move to the right. next caller. So good luck and Thank let us you know so how much. you do. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Bye. you. Both. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye, Cindy. Oh my goodness, Jerry. You should see how much building is going on down here. She probably could bid. You know, you, you could probably you know try to bid down here because it's so much you know building. So. Eight five six, you are on with our group. Hi. 
Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Jerry. This is Laura. How are you? Laura. Oh, my gosh. I missed your voice. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing fabulous, girlfriend. So tell us where you're at and what you need to know. I am uh, working for a company until the end of January. Mm-hmm. And that house that I wanted to get a couple years ago, that couple is ready to sell again. Mm-hmm. So, we knew that. So I have the realtor looking into uh, whether or not I'm able to get approved. And I think he's going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just wondering if you see me actually being able to get the house this year. Well, what I, I, I can't give you a time frame, but I see a big stamp. You know, the, the, it's on a piece of paper, and they stamp it, it says approved. That's what just yeah. I just saw. So I, I feel you're going to get the house. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I, I see love- a big stamp that says it looks like it's burnt into the paper, approved. You know, I, I wish you could see it. Go ahead. Do you think it's this one, though, Bonnie, or would it be a different house altogether? Uh, you didn't tell me about a different house. So when I looked at it, I don't want to spray okay. myself out that fast. But what, okay. I, what I did say is when you said the house is coming up, you know, there, and I knew it would come back up, and what that he's trying to get you, you know, the house, I saw a big hand come down and say approved. Whether you buy it or not is up to you. Because you're approved for a house doesn't mean you have to buy it. But you will be approved for that house. So if that's the house you want, that's what you can have. Now, you're asking me about another house. I can only tell you that I see approved on the one you just just showed. Okay. That's that's what I want. I want to get this house. So yep, I want to make it. sure. Stamp, I see a stamp with approval. Jerry, what are you picking up? Um, okay, I, I I don't wish to sound like I was throwing a um, a spoke into the wheel, but uh, I'm not seeing anything different. I just also got a a sense of there might be a slight delay because some paperwork somewhere, and this might just be attributable to the uh, time right. space that we're in at the moment. Some paperwork needs to be checked or double checked before that seal of approval is uh, is finally done. But I I would agree that there is a there is um, a conclusion a, a, a nice conclusion coming in. So so my only my only concern is my contract ends in January. Do you see me being able to continue on? working and being able to meet my obligations for the mortgage. Can I have your date of birth, please? Pittsburgh. Yeah, your no, date, date of birth. birth. <laughs> oh, I thought you said place. <laughs> <laughs> October 1st. <laughs> oh, you know, that's my team. Uh-huh. October 1st. And the, what, what, what year, please? 63. Uh, this year you're on a path of personal change 
it's centered either around family or what brings family units together which in this case could be anything to do with home or property um, next year is the one that you were really asking about there now next year you're on a transformational path of uh, creativity new opportunity uh, expansion um, even possibly revisiting projects ventures ideas that you hadn't completed this year but they will certainly come into fruition next it work is about continuation of a cycle not about the ending of one and the starting of another one unless of course there's something that will be far more profitable coming in that will um, be a seamless transition for you I just, in other words you can't put a foot wrong with as far as maintaining your status quo yeah, don't see anything changing. So go for it. Stop worrying. And you remember what we said about living, if you've been listening, and I know you have, living the now. It's hard for me to do. Just live in the now because the future looks great for you because the now is perfect. So I do believe uh, that you're going to, uh, they wouldn't have the stamp of approval on to let you lose the house, honey. So I do believe you're going to do, and you're going to be happy, happy, happy. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Thank you both. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, we love talking to you, Laura. I'm going to move to the next caller, but keep continuing to listen and call, because when I know you don't, then I know you're working too much. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I just love her. She's just got such a sweet energy. I know I say that every time she calls in, Jerry, because I feel it. I feel that sweet, angelic energy. Energy. One 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 one. You are on with us, and we're one 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 too. So hi, maybe we're two two two. I don't know. Hi. Hi. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I've been enjoying the show. Oh, um, thank you. Who are we speaking with? Uh, Karen Sue in New York. <laughs> um, hi. Hi. Yes, hi, I'm at a. Yeah, that's well, that's my official name, so sometimes I feel like when I call in for guidance, I'm supposed to use my official name. Although I don't <laughs> well, know. you know what? I love your name. So, Karen Sue, you can use it any time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My mother is happy to hear that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for any guidance or messages about um, what's the rest, what's coming for the rest of my life I'm at a very um, well it's a very hard place for me right now I just recently lost my longtime partner love best friend I know I can feel it plus years so I'm trying to understand what's next for me and how to move forward and what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life Sorry. Well, first of all, I'm going to hand you over to Jerry because I want Jerry to pull No, you go, you go first. Okay. Go first. Karen, Sue, this is what's bothering me here. What I hear is, huh? it's really crazy because this is too broad. I'm hearing too broad of an issue. You're contemplating the rest of your life, but really you've got to get through the here and now is what I'm hearing. So I feel that if you put, you know, this is a cop out. I know if you put, when you resolve one issue and, 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 and the hurt starts to diminish, which the feelings will never go away, 
but uh, you, then you will be able to see what's coming for the rest of your life. But we, mm. you do know that life is on a continuum. Before I actually make contact, life is on a continuum. And that yes. continuum, and I've had to realize that, you know, my, I lost my parents very young. Not when I was young, young, but I consider it young. You know, I was in my 40s. So, and my parents were young compared to what most people are. And I couldn't, and I still am upset. And Jerry knows that. That's <laughs> why my dad can't come here. He's in spirit. And I just swear I'm going to chase him for the rest of his non-life here because he left me. So what I am going to tell you is about, this. Uh, uh, life isn't fair. That way about my mother. I think she left too young, and I was in my late 30s. Yeah, I heard that. When you were saying something about your mother would like your, your name, she said, yeah, in spirit. So I knew that, but I do have to tell you that uh, you, it, when when it, when we lose somebody, uh, especially a soulmate, uh, the reason we lose them isn't to grieve for the rest of our life, which we will anyway, but it's to get on with the rest of our life, to learn things and to grow in different ways without them. I know, and if you look back, and you will look back, that after you lost you know, your, your best friend, that things will start to open up that you didn't see because you two were together. And you won't see that right now. Your best friend and your, was it your lover? Was it your, your best, was it your, is this your mate? I thought so. Yeah. Even though it was uh, problematic at times, it was a very strong bond. And, you know, I just. Yeah. What he, what, what, what. What he's saying, and I'm assuming he's a male, but what yes. I'm assuming, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm hearing him say is, uh, this is crazy. Was he like a fun-loving? He was pretty fun-loving, wasn't he? Yes. So he's saying, such is life, as such is death. So he's like making a joke out of it, and that to me shows that he was a very fun-loving spirit here on earth. Um, okay. He's. Uh, he's looking at me, and he's got, I mean, maybe this is just a symbol, but it's kind of like he's got a big cigar in his mouth, and he's got, he's sitting with his legs crossed, and it looks like I don't see a drink next to him, but it's like he took life, and this could be just a symbol for me to tell you, but he took life as a, while he was here, as a party. He, he loved and was full of life. To, to take, no, I mean, he had issues, but he really loved, he wasn't a worry ward. He actually loved being kind of footloose and fancy free about life. This is what I'm picking up from him. So I, I feel like he had a good, good sense of humor. And I yes. feel he has the same sense of humor in death, so, or in spirit. He is with mm -hmm. you. Um, and he finds it amusing that you aren't like able to understand. He says that he, why can't you see him? Do you see him at night? Do you see him or feel him somewhere? I think so. Okay. Cause he says he's, he's, he's trying real hard and he says, I just don't understand why she doesn't see me. So maybe it's not about seeing him with eyes, but maybe about feeling him. And he wants you to know that, um, give me a second. 
he's saying you weren't easy. He said, you know, in life, in life, I loved her. She wasn't always easy, but I lo- I want her to know that the feeling was mutual, even though there were times when he wanted to strangle you. So I hate to say that, but that's what he's saying. Is it's in jest, of course. Um, yes. That was he, good. He, yeah, he, he does want you to know that he wants you to move on. He knows you won't move on to the point where you're going to say, ah, such is life. But that's what he would do. And so he wants you to know that unless you do, you know, it maybe it isn't time yet, but unless you do take that type of uh, attitude, that the rest of your life will not mean as much, that you really need to do that for his sake as well as yours. So he wants to, he's kind of saying, I want to bid you adieu, and I want you to be happy. And if you aren't, such is life. And I don't feel like he means it meanly. What he's saying is that enjoy the rest of what you have here, because you really, he really, he enjoyed it. And he doesn't want you to make a mistake and grieve over him and regret that, you know, when you look back at spirit and you're up there and you say, you know, I missed so much of this because all I did was cry for you. He doesn't want that to be on his shelf, as, as, as he said. So what he'd like you to do is he knows that you have to grieve. He wants you to know that, yes, you had issues with each other, but he was your soulmate and that he will see you when you get up there, but he sees you all the time. And he says, just look for him and talk to him. But he really wants you to know that he doesn't want you to stay in the grieving process. It's not something in his personality. And he would prefer if you're going to honor him to, for you to make sure that you live life instead of let life living you and be sad. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I'm hearing and seeing. So I'm going to hand you over to Jerry before I want to, before I start to party with him. So go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I can't really, I can't really add, add anything to that, Bonnie. It was a, a lovely message. So I hope we helped you a little bit, and just know that um, life is a party, but it's what you make of that party that counts. And he wants you to know that, and he's right there with you. So I'm going to move to the next caller. I'm going to I ask just ask how I Could I just ask how I can see him or feel and feel him better? More? Well, you can't do it in grieving because then they, they can't get through. But if you talk to him, like just start talking to him like you would if he was alive in the house. Or, you know, just, why do I hear the, the name Mel? I don't know. Mel. It's Mel, M-E-L. I know it isn't his name. But did you have a friend, Melanie, Mel, something, you know, he, he's showing me. Just talk, say, hey. You know, if I was talking to somebody, hey, Mel, how are you doing? You know, I had a hard day. He wants you to talk to him like you would talk normally. Okay. What was his name? Nick. Okay, Nick. Well, I was close enough. (laughs) Okay. So he wants you to know, or maybe somebody was named, is it Nick or Mick? Nick with an N, Nicholas. Okay, Nicholas. Okay. He must have he just he must have known somebody named Mel, Melanie or Mel, somebody. And when he was, you know, he's saying, just say hey. 
you know, Mel, how you doing? He's just giving me an example. So, you know, just talk to him. Okay? Okay. I think I have been. Okay, well, that, you know, he must know that because he wants to know why you can't see him. So I obviously feel like you have some metaphysical, you know, uh, attributes. I have to move on, and I want you to know that it was a pleasure to tap into him. Um, Again, you know, he wants you to know that he doesn't want you to grieve too long because it would not, it it would not honor his memory. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Crazy. Unless somebody else is on the phone, I am now. Four one three. You are on with us. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am very Hello. well, thank you. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. So how are you today? <laughs> Who are speaking with? Um, my name is Alexandra, and I'm calling from Massachusetts. Hi. How are you from Massachusetts? Uh, very hot. It's extremely warm up here. Oh, no, honey. I'm in Florida, and it's 106 or 7 degrees. Can you match that Oh, one? my God. Um, we're pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding because up there, the problem with up there is a lot of people don't have, I'm sure now they do, but air conditioning because it's eight months out of the year is cool. It's not that it's cool. It just doesn't get to 100. And a lot of people still don't have like central air. So it's when it gets to be like, like 80 up there, they're schwitzing. They're, you know, they're, they're hot. So yeah. I oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So where do you okay. live in Massachusetts? Where in Massachusetts are you from? I'm from the western part of Massachusetts. So how, where, so how, I'm on, where is Boston? On the other side of Springfield. So if you look at the map of Massachusetts mm-hmm. and, you know, to the right is Boston, then kind of a third away over is Worcester. Springfield is one of the other major cities. Um to the left, so I am kind of dead stuck in between Springfield and the end of Massachusetts. Wow, what I, it must be beautiful up there. It is. It's gorgeous. I like where I live. I uh, lived in another state at one point, and home is Massachusetts. I wanted to come back. Yeah, this is your home. You're the home. You're the homey girl over there. Okay, so how can we help you before <laughs> I start getting crazy? But how can we help you? That's okay. So um, in a couple of months, I'm finishing my degree, and I'm kind of getting nervous. Um, So career-wise, family-wise, lots of questions. But really, where am I going in the next couple of months? Because I'm I'm being placed in a position at my job that I'm not too happy about. (laughs) I don't think this is where I belong. Like, I know where I belong. I'm just not there. So any advice would be great. Jer? Um, can I have your um, birth date, please, Alexandra? 53185. Um, because it's, um, can I just say, advice, no, guidance for definite. Um, I know that sounds being pedantic, but um, 17. She's a Gemini oh, like right. you. She's a Gemini like you. Right. Um, your path at the moment uh, is about uh, emotional growth 
Um, it's about getting the passion back into life and it's trusting your intuition and the energy that you draw on uh, which you might not be consciously aware of but I feel that you're always sending out that energy to the universe that says help point me in the right direction um, mm -hmm. studies I, I like the studies I like the outcome of studies um, I also feel though that although you have completed one layer of studying that another one might follow oh god Only because I hope not <laughs> uh, hang on, let me finish. Let me okay. Finish. Only because don't it hit, might don't shoot spark. The messenger. Only sorry. because <laughs> it might spark an interest, and this is not until September of 2020. So it's next year. It's not this year. Because there's an interest, and something just says to me, uh, and my guides are saying you haven't put the books down yet. I can only give you what I'm hearing, lovey. Sorry. Um, this, Makes me um, want to cry because I'm just done. I'm almost done with my doctoral degree. <laughs> yeah, but I've just what I said was there's something in a year's time that sparks an interest. Otherwise, you'd have no need and no desire to to uh, look at anything else cerebral again. I understand that, but I'm saying okay. this will spark an interest. And I want you to note it because you can call back to Bonnie's show in September 2020 and say, hey, guess what? Um, now, as, as as far as work is concerned, uh, again, because you're Bonnie on this Bonnie will be on call, a different network at 2020. Bonnie will be in a network. So but you can call in at Sirius Radio. There is a path of change around you which says um, you need to get the word compromise out of your vocabulary and only settle for what is best, particularly when it comes to your career. As you quite rightly said, you know where you should be. Well, that's where you're going to be. It's not where you're at at the moment, but where you're at at the moment has served its purpose. But I feel that it's coming to a conclusion. Um, I hope so, so not too about the job that I'm being. Um, I'm a teacher, and the position that I've been asked to do, I'm not too thrilled in. I don't feel like I'm experienced. I don't think I'm going to do very well. And I've I've made kind of a rumble and said, hey, look, I don't think this is the job for me, but they still want me to do it. I kind of feel like I'm being placed in it. And because right, there's, 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 there's no one else happening here. Yeah. yeah, one is that it's, it's natural self-doubt says that uh, you just, yeah. as you just said, you don't feel it's, you can do it. Well, I'm sorry, but yes, you, you can actually yes, you if can. you wanted to. Yeah. Um, they're putting you in that space. And again, there's two sides of the coin. One, because they know you can do it. And two, because at the moment they can't afford to put somebody else in. Um, and so there's a human thing going on here as well. Um, yeah. However... Um, because you're on this transmutation path, turning negative cycles, events, or whatever, to an advantage uh, and to into something positive, I feel that um, they're saying to me by the next semester something else is coming up. So I don't know when that is, um, but there's something again that will grab your attention, and I'll uh, I'll leave that with you. 
same district? Uh, I just heard something will spark your interest. Uh, I don't yeah. feel that I don't feel that it's anywhere massively far away from where you're at now, um, but mm-hmm. it's not. Again, it's not on the doorstep. Okay. I, you know, it's really crazy because then I put the timeline together, Jerry, when you were saying next 2020 that she would be, you know, doing something, you know, that sparked her interest in school, and then she just told us that. She, I'm sorry, I'm using the she, but that you um, are, were asked to do something you don't feel confident in, okay? Because I can hear that, whether you said it or whether my guide said it. And what's really funny is that you are, like Jerry said, it's a confidence issue, and you're going to find they're pushing you, and it's because because they believe. Well, first of all, I don't feel anybody else does the job, but they feel you can do it. And you feel they're using you. And I don't feel that way. I feel that that spirit is trying to push you into something that is a little bit uncomfortable for you because there's going to be something that really sparks your interest. So I feel that Jerry's right. You're going to take it. And they know that you don't want it. But that when you do take it, it will show them two things. One, that you're a team player and willing to do this. And two is you won't um, back down, that you, you know, you'll help them, but you expect them to help you. And I feel that's going to be a big game changer for you. Because when you first called and said that you, go ahead. When uh, they offered me the job, I told them, I Mm -hmm. said, I don't feel comfortable in this position. I don't have any experience or any education on this particular job. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to need a lot of support if this is what you want me to do. Like I was trying to say, hey, look, I don't know if I'm the right person for this job. Um, and they just kept on saying, we're here to support you. But And you are the right person for the job because I'm going to tell you, I mean, this is how I feel and I see it. My guys are telling me they're pushing you into knowing what's going to spark your interest next. Like Jerry used that phrase, spark your interest. And sparking your interest means that you're going to find something in this because you're going to grab every straw you can find to make this work. And you're going to find, wow, I can go, I can do this. And I feel that they will accommodate you to the point where you're very happy you you did this. That is what I'm saying. I hope so. Uh, Because I'm I'm nervous. Um, no, 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 I, no. Going confident. I'll have oh a student. I have a student loan coming up after my doctoral degree, which I was lucky enough that you know my bachelor's degree I was able to pay off, thankfully to on uh, my grandmother and my mm-hmm. master's degree. Part of it was paid using a GI bill, and <laughs> I've been working on my yeah. doctoral degree because I eventually want to teach other teachers how to teach, kind of thing. But it's this been very difficult to, to find. A professor job. No, this is going to actually help you. Absolutely. And I feel like contacts that you're going to make are going to be from like out of the blue that you're going to say, ah, when you look back on it, you're going to say, I'm really glad I did that because this is actually going to teach you. (laughs) So 
Don't shy away from this, please. I'll try not to. <laughs> okay. I've got to move on, but let us know how it is. You know, please let us know. We love our clients. We love our peeps. We love when you call in. And we have people from every walk of life, from teachers to doctors to metaphysical, you know, teachers and all kinds of stuff. We love hearing uh, how you're doing. Okay. So we know you're going to be teaching and very busy, but you know, we're in archives. So you need to listen because I feel like you spiritually, this will help you. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you're it. Welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Jerry, we only have six, we have five minutes. I am going to pick somebody up. I, we have so many people. I want to tell everybody, though, that I am so happy you've all come. The summertime is slow, and I want everybody to know I'm back. Not going to take the show off again, uh, <laughs> bar any physical things or this house crashes down. But, uh, you know, I've I, I put up some great shows. And I do this for, you know, because we know that we love to connect with you. So I want to thank everybody for making this great for us again and that sticking with us and sticking with this show uh, means a lot to me. So I am going to pick up another caller. And this one is called Restricted. So Restricted, you are on. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fabulous, but I only have four minutes, so you've got about three of them. So if you ask your question, because unfortunately, okay. so go ahead, go for it, before I start taking your time up. Uh, I, I want to know if you see me and this other girl named Lana in a relationship. Uh, what's your name? Dejan. Okay, Dejan, what's your birth date? January the 3rd, 1996. Jared? Uh, hi, Dejan. Um, one of you two has got some past uh, stuff, issues, baggage that needs to be got rid of. Um, there is, I'm seeing a little bit of a barrier or resistance here, as if it's like I'm not ready for commitment, not ready for long term. Don't like this word responsibility. Um, that's just where things are at the moment. Um, looking forwards with you, the energy around you for relationships in general is set to improve um, through August, particularly in the latter part of the month. I just, I, I want to, and I don't wish to sound like I'm stating the obvious here, but I just really need to keep it light, keep it simple, just take it one step at a time. Uh, I said one, as I said, one of you two has got stuff here that hasn't either healed or released yet. Does that, do you understand that? Yes, I do. Cool. I thought you might. Um, so, um, yes, the opportunity is there. Do I feel that the emotional uh, connection can build? Uh, yes, it can. Um, the communication might, even because of this month, be a little bit up and down at the moment or hit and miss. Uh, try not to worry about that either. Um uh, because that will smooth, start to smooth out by the end of July. So the answer is, it's got potential. Just don't go at it like a bullet gate. Um, and I'll hand you over to Bonnie. Okay. Uh, there isn't, there isn't anything more that I can say um, because I, I, you know exactly what Jerry said, and I can feel it too. Uh, 
I feel also that one of you one of you has their heart in it more than the other, but that's only because the other heart is trying to avoid how they're feeling from her past issues. Um, maybe, you know, uh, maybe uh, from a past person. So, because I don't want to say it on the air. So I just, like I said, or like Jerry said, just keep it lighthearted. Yes, there is, yes, that person likes you. And um, is there a potential or a chance? Absolutely. But tread lightly on the subject. Okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I have to tell you, we have a minute left, and I want to say happy birthday to Bo, too. And I'm going to sing real quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You're born on my mother's birthday, so you must be fabulous. Happy birthday to you. Bo, too. Any message for her, Jerry, for her birthday today? Um. This is actually the start of a lovely new cycle around you. I feel there's an expectation to be fulfilled, and it's time to get rid of the cutter that's been around you. I don't mean go through the cupboards. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Bo. Give us a call back. And, yes, there's plenty of messages. One is, uh, I hear from spirit, don't sweat the heat. Get out of the kitchen. I don't know what that message is. Uh, what's the, you know, there's a saying. If you can't, if you can't take you the, heat, the heat, get out. out of the kitchen. Yes, there's your message, babe. I hope you understand what that means. Everyone, Jerry, I want to thank you. We have 30 seconds left. Please go check out Jerry's web page. You will find out a lot about him. He does animal contact, animal uh, psychic ability. He also find your missing pet. He does so much. I can't even begin to tell you how much, but his website will. So please go to psychic, uh, sense of or just any one of his social pages, Google Jerry Humphreys, UK medium psychic. You will find him. He's fabulous. He's wonderful. And he's one of my peeps. So everyone have a great day, great evening, and we will see you here next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Jerry. Bye.